welcome to another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and today I have another wonderful guest. Her name is Sahara Mahone. She has an extensive personal and professional experience on the subject of law of attraction and manifestation, and she is also the author of 12 books on these subjects and the creator of the unlimited 40-day law of attraction. So I'd like for you to please help me welcome Sahara, tell us a little bit about your story and how and why you got into the law of attraction to begin with. What is? Oh my goodness. Well, I think most people get into law of attraction because they want to fix their life or, you know, they want to manifest something that has been unattainable. And I was one of those people. That's how I, I uh, started actually consciously applying law of attraction. But like a lot of other people, it wasn't as if I didn't know positive thought or positive thinking prior. I had been on the journey. I had read a lot of stuff. I just didn't figure it out. I didn't know how to apply it because there's a big difference in reading a book and actually putting it into action. Definitely. And so you can read a book and you can put it down and say, wow, that was an amazing book. Now what do I do? Right? And so even though I had uh, been on a journey because I read a lot, always have, I had a lot of theoretical knowledge. It wasn't until uh, the the boat cracked and got wrecked on the rocks that I actually actually started thinking, okay, I got to use some of this stuff because I need to fix things and I have no money. So the only way I'm going to be able to fix things is by fixing my head because that costs nothing except my time and I got I got the time so how did you go about fixing your head I started paying attention to how Mm. I was thinking my thoughts how other people were speaking what their lives look like and then I would say oh look at that that person they are pretty positive look at their life okay now I'm starting to see the pattern People who talk negative have negative stuff going on. People who talk positive have positive stuff going on. And then I just started being able to discern. My problem was I didn't know the difference between a negative thought and a positive thought. Because I, and that I think is the biggest stumbling block for a lot of people. For example, last night I was uh, doing a coaching call in my group and uh, one of the participants said, well, Uh, I I so appreciate that I shuffled so much snow and I didn't hurt myself. To her, that was a positive thing, but that's not a positive thought. From the point of view of law of attraction, that's a negative thought. Because you just brought into your vibration hurting your shoulder. And and so you activated it. So what did she really want? She wanted to feel her well-being. She wanted to feel energized and happy. So why not just say that? I shoveled a lot of snow and I felt energized after I'd, I was done. Why even bring a sore shoulder into the picture? And this is the thing. A lot of people don't understand when they are going negative. I sure did not understand when I was going negative. Now I do. How did, how do you figure that out? How do you, how do you, understand what is positive and what is negative? There are a couple of ways. 
yes, you do uh, listen to other people, you read books, and then you look at the world through that lens, you observe other people, what's happened in their lives, that's number two. Or you work with someone who will tell you when you're going negative. Because you can't see it yourself, somebody else can see it. It's like when I was coaching with a tennis coach, I before I started coaching, with the coach, I used to practice for hours. I used to practice my serve. But it wasn't until he told me what I was going wrong that I knew what I was doing wrong because I couldn't see it. And sometimes we just don't see what is right in front of us that we are not doing correctly. And we keep questioning, why am I not getting the results? Well, it, you're not getting the results because there is something that you're not doing correctly. And sometimes it's, it takes someone else to tell you that. doesn't even have to be a coach. Sometimes a friend can say something to you that can drop in your head and you go like, aha, that makes sense. So it doesn't have to be a coach. But if all else fails, go work with a coach because they will tell you, they will speed up the process for you. Because number one, they're not emotionally involved. So they've got this, uh, this way of looking at what you're doing from a completely uninvolved, impartial point of view, and they want to help you. So they're going to tell you what it is that you need to shift. And, and once you know that, then just go and do it. So what exactly is the law of attraction? I mean, we hear about it all the time. I've heard it for many, many years. But what exactly, I, I know that you, you talk about it's positive, negative thoughts, but what actually is it and how can it help us fulfill our desires and, and value our lives? I mean, how do you use it in your life? I don't use it. It uses me. <laughs> I, I, I just know not to, not, to, I play by the rules. So once you know the rules, then you play by the rules and you succeed. What any are the game, rules? Any game works like that. Well, the rules are feel positive. If you're not feeling positive, then do something in your thoughts to start feeling positive. That's how, do you move, how do you move into that positive thought? If you're feeling angry and lonely and tired or going through grief, how do you move into those positive thoughts if that's where you're feeling? very slowly <laughs> darn <laughs> very slowly uh, my my puppy is chiming in i hope that's okay oh no mine i'm surprised mine haven't chimed in yet they usually do sit good girl so first of all the the problem with a lot of people turning to law of attraction for answers and solutions is that they want it now and they wanted it yesterday and they want a quick fix. And, and law of attraction is not a quick fix because we have so much that we need to clean up. It takes time. It takes time to clean all of that up. It's not. Um, and in that cleaning up process, you're also learning. You're, you're doing and learning. It's like learning on the job. When, you know, I remember when I was a rookie in the financial industry, uh, I had theoretical knowledge. I had read all the books. I'd taken the exams, but I didn't really know how to apply it. I applied it on the job. I made mistakes. There was someone around always to tell me that I'd made a mistake, and then I corrected it. 
And with time, I became an expert on that subject matter. With law of attraction, it's the same thing. You have theoretical knowledge. Theoretically, everyone knows that they should be thinking positively. Everyone understands the philosophy of the glass half full or the glass half empty. But the application of that is a totally different thing. It's like, okay, I, I thought this, I did this. What did I get? Oh, I didn't quite get what I wanted. Maybe next time I'll do it differently. Then next time you do it a little bit differently. And then you look at your results and you say, hmm, that actually got worse rather than better. All right, try again. And so it takes time. It's not a quick fix. There are rules. So uh, the law of attraction is basically the system by which people come together with events, other people, and things. It's the system that brings you what you get. Now you can use the system to your advantage by understanding the rules or the system will use you because you'll just get things that you didn't plan on getting and then you'll remain confused because you don't understand how that happened. So is that why sometimes good things happen to bad people or bad, excuse me, is that why sometimes bad things happen to good people? <laughs> That's right. That is the title of the book on my website that you can download for free. Why do bad things happen to good people? That's precisely why good people don't know what they're doing that is not working. What are some of the steps that people can use to eliminate negative beliefs and start using positive or moving into positive beliefs? Well, there are two ways to do this. One is that you go hunting for your negative beliefs and then you do the work to turn them around. That's a lot of work. It is, trust me, I've done it. It's a lot of work. What I found over the years is that the easier philosophy is to say, to yourself, whatever it was that I believed in the past, I'm going to let it go today. Here is a set of my new beliefs. This is how I'm going to run my life in the future. And then just go forward with that charter. It becomes your charter of beliefs, your personal constitution, and you run with it. Don't going back and trying to fix things is hard because you don't, a lot of times you don't even know what to fix. So why not take positive empowering beliefs, make a list of them, and then run your life by it. If, if you want to believe that all things are possible, then that's your new belief, that's your new belief system, then you have to start rejecting thoughts that don't conform with your new belief system. If your new belief system is things always work out for me, then you have to reject the thoughts that collide with this new belief. That's how you become positive thinking very quickly and easily. Going back and hunting down beliefs that you don't even exist, know that they exist in your subconscious somewhere, that's a long, 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 much harder process because in digging them up, you magnify them, make them bigger, and, and, they, and you keep bringing those results into your life because you're digging them up. And this is the major difference between therapy and law of attraction is that law of attraction goes forward. Therapy goes backwards before it goes forward. You are what you think. In yes. other words, you are what you think. Absolutely. So you can just, yeah. 
And we are, I always believe that we are the divine creators of our own experience. So if we want to experience positive thoughts today, we just set that into our mind frame and move forward with that. Exactly. Exactly. So much easier. Yeah. Right? Yes. So much easier than trying to go back and fix things. I mean, all of us have burnt something or the other. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes you you spoil a dish and you just throw it out and start over. It's much easier than trying to fix it. <laughs> you yes. know, like there, there are times when I burn something on the stove and then I try to fix it. And in the end, it, it's always so much easier. Just toss it out. So toss out your old belief system. Just tell yourself, I let go, whatever it was. I used to believe and think in the past and I start new today with a new set of empowering beliefs. Here they are. Keep it short and simple. You don't need more than three, four or five, just four or five new beliefs. This is how I'm going to run my life. These are my beliefs. And if my thoughts conflict with these beliefs, I'm going to drop those thoughts. I'm going to keep the belief. Don't drop the belief. It's the same concept as saying, uh, I'm on a diet, I won't eat a cookie, and then you eat the cookie, right? Then it doesn't work, right? It doesn't yeah. work. So, I mean, if you adopt a set of new beliefs, then you've got to be disciplined enough to hang on to the belief and drop the thought. Don't drop the belief. The belief works. It's your current thought that is in opposition to the belief that is going to hurt you if you let it work. What if the person is not disciplined enough? How do you become That's, disciplined? You get bad results and then you say, okay, not going to do that again. That's why I say <laughs> it takes time. If you're not disciplined, I mean, you eat the cookie and two pounds will show up on your ring scale uh, the next morning. Very true. Very true. That is very true. I actually heard on another podcast that you had done, you were talking about control and why do you have to give up control in order to get what you want? I thought that was a very interesting statement that you made. Because when we keep trying to control the process, we eliminate all other possibilities. The universe is full of millions of possibilities. When you start working with law of attraction, your core belief becomes all things are possible. But if you try and control the process, then you're eliminating all the other possibilities that exist out there. That's why you have to give up control because let the universe chart the course instead of you trying to chart the course. You just tell the universe the end result you want and let the universe figure it out. Those of us who like me are A type personalities, we like to control everything, all the nuts and bolts. We need to know every little step before it's taken. And it is the hardest thing for an A type personality to let go that control. But that is what you need to do because if you control the process, then you are saying to the universe, my way or the highway. And the universe is saying, but wait a second, I have easier ways for you to get there. <laughs> Path A is so much easier than path B, which is what you want to go down. And there's yes. a lot of potholes down that pathway. So when yes. you give up control, you allow the universe to take you through the easier path. That's why it's so much. When you give up control, you get there faster because the universe can find a much easier way for you. It's like uh, the GPS is telling you, turn here, turn here. But you're like, no, no. I don't want to go there. I'm just going to go this way because I've always gone this way. So I'm just going to go this way. 
well, then you don't need the GPS, right? Throw it out and then just struggle through whatever way that you've always done before. How can you master the law of attraction? And how do we know when we've mastered it or it's mastered us? <laughs> well, the way I look at it, how do you master law of attraction? You master law of attraction and you know that you've mastered it when you feel peace inside your heart, when you don't worry about what's coming next, when you know that things will always work out for you, when you don't feel the need so much to plan. That's when you know you've mastered law of attraction. By not planning, you plan. Because as long as your plan is to be happy, then the universe will find you all sorts of ways that you didn't even know existed. Things that you didn't even know that at one point in time you had forgotten that you had asked for will start showing up for you. Amazing things will happen that's when you've mastered the law of attraction. You mastered the law of attraction when you are no longer running in a race, in a rush to get there, because you have peace and calm and you know that you are on your way. You know, in fact, that you're being carried there. You don't have to run. That's when you've mastered the law of attraction comes with a lot of practice and a lot of time. I usually tell people that there are six stages in mastering law of attraction. The first stage is awareness. Awareness is um, knowing that there's something that you are doing because of which you're not getting the results that you want to get. So awareness of there's a, a better way, I just need to find it. Step two is acceptance. Acceptance that where I am is okay. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal because I can change it. Acceptance that everything that has happened to me so far has been uh, because of my vibration, my thoughts and my vibration, but not my fault. I didn't know any better. So acceptance also means accepting forgiveness for yourself and others. Then the third step is learning. Okay, so now I've accepted that I need to learn new things. So then the third step is learning. Learn what it is, what is the difference between a negative thought and a positive thought. Learn how to use visualization the way it is actually supposed to be done, not the way it is advertised by a lot of other people who are teaching it from their own perspective, not the law of attraction perspective, which is quite different. So learn how visualization works, really works. Learn how affirmation work. Learn how to meditate the easy, simple way that is supposed to be natural to us. Learn how to use the tools properly because, um, you know, if you don't use a tool properly, it will give you results, but it won't give you the best results. So Law of attraction is the law, and then there are tools that are based on it. You've got to know how to use those tools. So third stage is learning. Fourth stage is application. Now I know these tools. I'm going to apply them. I'm going to make mistakes, and that's okay. The first sculpture that I make is not going to be perfect, but I'll try again. I'll keep using the tools. I'll keep refining it. I will get there. And when that happens, you start feeling better. You start feeling more control in your life because things are going better for you now. Stage five is a place where 
now you are you are you mostly in a happy place where even though sometimes things happen that bring you down you know exactly what to do to go back up and it takes you no time at all i remember saying at one point in time that when i used to go into a depression it used to take me sometimes 6 months to come out of it to snap out just to feel better and then i noticed that that time became a month and from a month it became uh, a week and then it just took a day or two to snap out of it and and so that's what happens when you are in stage 5 is that you now have the tools you know exactly how they work and now it doesn't take you any time at all to fix things that are not going the way you want them to it's easy it takes very little work you know how to do the work and in fact the work has now become your lifestyle you do every you bring you bring your knowledge of law of attraction into everything that you do you start feeling so much calm and control internally even though externally you're really not trying to control anything that's that's what it really means to to get control by giving up control and lastly you get to a stage of mastery where you just stay high flying you just feel like uh, uh you know you're bobbing up and down on a very calm calm waters and sun shining on your back and everything is just constantly working out for you and that is mastery and when you become a master it's not that you stop doing the work because it's like any game that you learn you don't stop doing the things that you learned on the first day if you're a karate black belt you still are doing the things that you learned when you were a white belt and so when you reach that stage of mastery you're still practicing the things that you learned on day 1 that's how you get to mastery and that's how you know that you are the master So what do you tell people who feel like they like life just happens to them like there's nothing that they everything is just crappy things just happen I mean how how do you go from life is crappy to mastery and I know it doesn't happen overnight but how do you, what can you tell those people who who are I don't tell them anything place? Amy I don't tell them anything unless they want to learn I don't go and say to people that I meet or even people who are in my circle of friends or my family oh you're doing it all wrong no I don't I don't even try because you cannot teach someone who is not ready that's why mm-hmm. school doesn't work children go to school and they hate it because they don't want that information that is being drummed into them I don't help people who don't want to be helped when well that brings up that brings up another point if people want want the help how can they find how, where can they find you to get the help with the coaching well uh, simply go to my website and send me a message i uh, one on one coaching i only take on one or two clients a month i don't take on too many clients but when i do take on a client i put a lot of energy into them i do have group coaching and i also offer a lot of free stuff you can ask me a question and i will post a video response for you on my youtube channel i uh, everybody gets a response but coaching is different coaching means that you need a crutch because you can't walk on your own and so i'll be the crutch until you can walk on your own my objective in coaching is to get you to a point where you don't need me anymore isn't that a great feeling 
Yes, it is. Work yourself out of a job. <laughs> abundance, well, abundance doesn't work that way. And when you understand that, it's exactly beautiful. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It keeps flowing to you, but mm-hmm. it, it's. And I understand that the, the point where you had you had mentioned that you only work with people who who want and are attracted to what you have to offer, basically. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I wonder, like my husband, when he was alive, I brought up the law of attraction to him and, and he was like, oh, that's just a bunch of baloney. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, honey, you know, you, when you think of, yeah. you get what you think, you yeah. are what you think, yeah. like attracts like, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it took a while for him to, to finally understand where I was coming from. And he immediately went and researched what law of attraction was. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I can kind of see, but at one point he just, it just wasn't clicking for him. And a lot of times he, he felt that life was just happening to him. And that's where, for me anyway, I I come from the belief of we are the creators of our own experience and we get to experience what it is we want to. That's right. And when we take walk into that power, but yet at the same time, release the control of how things happen, that's when we're really in, in the driver's seat. You know, when I first uh, really got it, the pieces fell into place for me. I wanted to bring my entire family along. Mm-hmm. Every single person, my friends, my family. I bought so many books and gave away so many CDs and DVDs. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. so much material and and that's when I discovered you can't really teach people who are not ready but I'll tell you the wonderful thing that happened for me Amy was that when I was telling them about it they didn't want to have anything to do with it but when they saw me change my life with it when they saw what I created out of it using it now they started coming to me for advice And that opened up the opportunity for me to speak to them. And usually what I do when, when, when I'm talking to people who don't understand law of attraction, I come at them from their own belief system, whatever that is. I, I start understanding whether they are religious or they are totally not religious. And then I use that to explain to them. So if, for example, let me give you an example. If I was talking to someone who is religious, doesn't matter which religion, it could be any religion on earth, any person who is actually religious, I will always bring in trust because that's what it's all about. And law of attraction is all about trust. So then I get at them through their own lingo, the lingo that they use, the belief system that they have. I use their belief system to show them how they can shift how they're thinking about a situation. Because you see, if you're talking to someone religious, you either trust or you don't trust. So are you you religious? Do you believe in God? If they say yes, all right, then why are you worried? Don't you think God is looking after you? So I just go at them through their own belief system. And if they don't believe in religion, then I go at them through physics. 
because law of attraction is quantum physics. And I was never good at school when it came to physics. <laughs> but ever since I started understanding law of attraction, I went back and I educated myself on those things that I remembered, had a vague memory that I had studied at school that can absolutely explain law of attraction. So when I'm talking to someone who does not want to have anything to do with any kind of religion, I use science. Invariably, I can find a way to reach a person through their belief system, not my belief system. You cannot reach people through your belief system because they haven't bought into it yet. You have to reach people through their belief system. That is a very interesting way of thinking about that because you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. You have to, you have to reach people from where they're at. Yes. And, and, and being able to figure out or discern where, where they're at and being able to speak to them on their level and then show them the law of attraction is amazing. Let me ask you, you had mentioned meditation being an easy, there is an easy way for meditation. What is that easy way? Oh, come and attend my meditation class tomorrow. <laughs> I love meditation, but I'm just asking for those who, who, who find meditation very difficult and hard. And I did as well. I used to feel like I was spinning all the time and uh, my, my thought process, my mind me moves very quickly. And so I had a lot of difficulty with meditation. But then what I did was I just figured out, I thought about meditation through a law of attraction lens. And that is what I teach. So my meditation class is free. It's free to attend. Anyone can attend. It's on Zoom. And it is weekly on Thursday evenings. You, you can just find the, you know, find the information. I, I posted it all over the place. And so what I teach is very simple. The less rules you make for your meditation, the easier meditation is. I think that one of the problems with most people who want to learn meditation is that they think that there's 10, a list of 10,000 things that they have to get right in order for them to find that space that is called meditation. And you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to keep it simple, simplify it. Yes. The simpler it is, the easier it becomes. Um, the other little tip that I teach is that if you go looking for meditation, you will not find it. Meditation creeps up on you. You don't even know, you don't have a realization that you've gone there until it's time for you to come out. And as long as you're looking for that space, you will not find it because by the law of attraction, when you look for something, it is lost to you. Therefore, you cannot find it. So the way I teach meditation is based on some really basic principles of law of attraction that make it really easy to understand. And in one class, people get it. And the classes are free and they're weekly. So if you don't understand meditation, come and join me. I will include the link to your meditation on the uh, show notes as well. I'll so send people, it to you. I'll yes, send that it. would be great. That way, if people are interested in attending, they can, they'll, they'll have it available to them because I... I find that for me, when I meditate, it helps tremendously to be able Absolutely. to connect yes. with source, with the universe, with myself and grounding. And it, yes. it really helps to remove a lot of the negative thoughts Absolutely, that, that may creep up as well. Important. Extremely important mm -hmm. process. 
Now, another thing that I saw on your website is about attracting soulmates, partners. And I know for me, before my husband and I got married, I had, I was the queen of attracting the wrong partners. And so how can you use the law of attraction for those who are single out there to find the perfect mate? Finding a mate is like any other desire. You ask and it is given. And now all you have to do is to stop controlling the process so that universe can deliver the goods. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> well, I do like simplifying things. I, uh, I am uh, the queen of simplifying law of attraction. <laughs> um, see, law of attraction really is very simple at its basis. We think that there's only one soul male mate for us out there. And that's where the problem begins. It's not that. You think you're only connected with one soul in the universe? It's not that. If you look at yourself as a drop of water that is part of a big ocean, when you, you only have your individual droplet appearance and existence when you're taken out of the ocean, but thrown into the ocean, you are one with the ocean. So all the other drops in that ocean are your soulmates. This whole concept of what is a soulmate is to me making things difficult for people. Your soulmate is that one person that you gravitate towards because they are on the same vibration as you. And that's as simple as it is. And at any one moment in time, there can be 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 100 people who would be the perfect match to who you are at this point in time. The trick to a relationship is to grow together rather than grow apart. And, and that is what, once you decide that you have selected someone as your partner on your life journey. Now you've got to keep your appreciation for them alive. You've got to remind yourself why you picked this person and go on that journey in harmony. So as Abraham says, Abraham Hicks, anyone has the capacity to be your soulmate because everyone at their core is the same. Everyone comes from source energy, returns to source energy. But yes, we do have preferences and we are allowed to have preferences. But to say that I'm looking for my soulmate and there's only one is like looking for a needle in a haystack. Instead, better words are, universe, who is the perfect mate for me just now? Who is the perfect mate that I can meet just now and then grow with and bring me that person? And I can tell you that the universe has millions who can fit that description, not just the one. So opening up your heart means opening it up so that the universe can bring you your best 
match. Instead of closing your heart and saying there's only one. Would you much rather have a buffet to pick from or in, have to look for a needle in a haystack? <laughs> that's a very good question. That's a very good question. I would rather have a buffet, that's for sure. And I like, I like your analogy of allowing the universe to bring you the one that's perfect for you now and where you're at for you to grow with. And I know my husband and I always said that, you know, we woke up every morning and made the decision every morning to continue loving each other because it's a decision. It's a commitment every day. That's beautiful. Absolutely. You, you were blessed in that you had that. And mm -hmm. for a lot of people, just remembering that every day is the job. That's mm -hmm. the job. And it was really hard sometimes just to allow him to be right where he was at and to go and to be who he was, because a lot of times I was like, no, 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 do it this way. Do it this way. It's so much easier. <laughs> but then but. that is one of the things that tells you that you mm -hmm. are growing together because your soulmate is part of your soul family that is going to cause the most contrast, the most opportunity for your own personal growth and you are going to cause the most opportunity for their personal growth yes i i firmly believe we were soulmates or from the same soul group as well mm -hmm. but, um, so how can people uh, where can they find you what is your what is the name of your website zimahoon.com so Z, my first initial and my last name, Z-M-A-H-O-O-N.com. And they can find all your books there as well. Yes, my books are all on Amazon and the links are on my website. My handle across social media is also Z Mahoon. So whether you go to YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, you can find me under Z Mahoon. Yeah. What is the one thing that you would like for the listeners to take away from this episode today about law of attraction? What is the most important thing about a law of attraction? It's easy and it's simple. Don't complicate it. Don't, don't make too many rules. If it was supposed to be like a, a rule book of lots of things, then it would have been too difficult for humanity to use it. It is simple. Life is supposed to be simple and easy. Life is not supposed to be a struggle. If you are struggling, chances are you're not doing it right. You're, you're fighting the tide instead of going with the tide. And so there are ways of figuring that out. And just tell yourself, I'm open to figuring it out. And when you do that, the right teacher for you will show up. The right message for you will show up the right book for you will show up and say yeah. yes when that shows up say yes see a lot of people don't say yes when that happens they start to analyze it why did it show up should i do it just now maybe i shouldn't i don't know can i trust it if it's saying if it's showing up for you say yes because the universe brought it to you as a gift there's something there for you I love that. That was so perfectly and beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you for giving me the opportunity.
Well, I appreciate you being here today. I do have one, one other question, and it's a question I ask all of my guests who are on the show. And if you had one hour to spend with someone and it, whether they're alive or dead, and you have one hour to just talk with them about anything, who would mm -hmm. it be? And what would you talk with them about? I would call on Dr. Wayne Dyer. <gasps> yes. What would you talk about? I would ask him to teach me how to be him. <laughs> that man impacted the lives of millions in such amazing, beautiful ways. He was so sincere in the work that he did. He wrote so many books and did so many talks. And he was the, what I like about him and I have met him while he was physical. What I liked about him was that he was, he made himself accessible. A lot of teachers and authors and coaches are not accessible. He never said no to anyone who wanted his help. I want to be him. I try to be him. But if I had the chance, I would, that's what I would talk about. That would be an amazing conversation. He, he was, he is an amazing soul and I've loved many of his books and he, he's changed my life in many ways mm -hmm. just by reading his books and listening to his, his podcast that he's done. And um, the world lost a wonderful person, but gained a great soul when he mm -hmm. crossed over. That's right. Absolutely. So. Well said. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I really appreciate your insights on law of attraction and how to use it in our life. And I will definitely make sure that the meditation link is available for everybody to, uh, to hopefully join. And I may actually join tomorrow night. Well, I can't join tomorrow night, but definitely I will find a Thursday night to join, but thank you again. Thank you for time. having me. I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you. And remember, always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time. See ya.